0: Welcome to the Next Level Faith Podcast. I'm your host, Julianne Kirkland, bestselling author and life coach. Join me each week to learn more about the strategies, tools, and mindset needed to arise from the overwhelm and create a joyful life you love. To learn how you can work with me further or to get your free copy of my book, The Water Walker, check out JulianneKirkland.com. Also, be sure to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode because the best version of you begins on your next level of faith. Hey, hey, welcome back to the Next Level of Faith podcast. I am your host, Julianne Kirkland. As always, I love hearing from my audience. So please feel free to message me over on Instagram at the Julianne Kirkland and share with me how God is speaking to you through today's episode. I am so excited for this episode today because it is the first episode of season 2. Yay! When I originally started out on this podcast adventure, I did not intend to do seasons. I was told the only way to do a podcast was to release two episodes a week for a full year. That's the only way to grow an audience, that's the only way to keep people interested. Was to do two episodes a year or two episodes a week for a full year. Well, My friends, much like most of the best business practices advice that I get, I have to take it through my filter. Because I learned a long time ago, stressing myself out, trying to conform to do things how everyone else is doing things, is not how God intended me to live in his most purposeful way for my life. Most people don't have six kids. And most people don't have multiple businesses. Most people don't have a set of quadruplets. So I can't expect my octagon peg <laughs> to fit into a square hole. It just, it doesn't work. And I'm not going to stress myself out about it, I'm trying to make it work. And I think it's such a a powerful lesson that we can embrace for ourselves. And I would ask you that if you struggle with that to really consider doing the same, look at your life. You don't have to compromise who you are, who God created you to be. You don't have to compromise and conform and and try and squish yourself down and, and be molded into what the world says that you need to be. God did not design you to fit into the world standard. No, he designed you to bring, bring on earth, bring into this world, heaven standard, what he's created, what he sees as beautiful. That's what he wants you to live into. And I have had multiple conversations with the Lord over many, many years, trying to kind of suss out what my purpose is. Well, you know, like why am I here? I always heard um John Maxwell, a mentor of mine, say the best day of your life is your salvation. And then is the is the day you you get saved, your life is saved. And then the second best day is the day you find out why. And and that's what I wanted. I was ready for that. I was like, "Okay, God, you know, here I am. I have multiple businesses, I have six kids. I have a wonderful husband. What am I doing here? (laughs) Like, what you got for me, Lord? (laughs) Because I'm working my tushy off and momming six kids is really, really hard. Um, So you obviously see something in me that I don't see in myself. So if you could just kind of (laughs) like reveal some things to me, I would just super appreciate it. And God dropped in my heart that he created me for three things. And this is my purpose to advance the kingdom, be a woman of faith and add value to people. And that's my purpose. And that's my filter. So if I'm ever trying to add something new into my life, new into my kid's life, new into my family's life, I have to take it through that filter because if it doesn't Flow from one of those sources, then it ends up being a source of stress in my life and one that I don't need. It ends up causing resentment and anxiety. And here's the thing if you're new, welcome, by the way. I keep it very real. <laughs> but one of the things that you have to know about me is that I do not claim to have anxiety. I don't. I do not have clinical anxiety. But there are things that can cause anxiousness in me and trying to bring in what everybody else is saying that I should be doing that causes the anxious feelings within me. I'm just I'm not that way. I'm an Enneagram eight, which is the challenger. (laughs) And I do. I challenge everything, especially when it's a lot of people telling me one thing. I'm like, eh. Uh, Now, here's the thing. I always take it. Yes, I take it through my filter, but I also take it to the Holy Spirit because I do believe that God will put people in your life to help guide you. I 1000% believe that. And I have had many spiritual mentors that have helped me with that. And so I don't want to be so like, I'm a challenger. So I'm not going to listen to what all these people are saying. I'm going to do it my way. I don't want to be so focused on claiming that over my life that I forget to see and recognize who God is putting in my life to lead me where he desires me to go. Because sometimes we will pray for things, we will pray for things. We'll pray for opportunities and God sends us a person. And because the person doesn't reflect the thing or the opportunity, we shut it down as, oh, okay, that's Lord, hello, did you not hear me? No, 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 I said I wanted a new job, <laughs> right? I said I needed this new breakthrough opportunity. I don't, I don't need to meet Mary. I, no, thank you. But what in doing that, but what we're could be doing is we could be denying what God has purposed Mary to do in our life. Perhaps Mary is the connection that he knew you needed to get that new job, to experience that breakthrough opportunity. But because we didn't see it as that, that's not the thing we prayed for. That's not the opportunity we prayed for. We don't see Mary that way. And so that's why I always will take it back to the Holy Spirit. Because I don't want to just claim, well, I'm a challenger. That's just who I am. I'm going to challenge everything. I do. I I typically do live into that. (laughs) However, I make sure to check in with the Holy spirit because he's not going to guide you wrong. And I know that there's times when you, when you feel like, well, how do I know if I'm hearing him correctly? Sometimes it requires a step of faith, which is an action. Faith is an action. My friend, you have to kind of step out and see and experience. And if God's not there, then you take a step back. You just step on back, (laughs) but we have to keep moving forward, leaning into the spirit, listening to the spirit, hearing from the spirit and allowing him to lead us. We need to be going with God. We don't want to run too far ahead and we don't want to be stuck in fear waiting for him. He's there. He's already gone. He's already gone before you. He's prepared the way. And now he wants to go with you. So check in, check in with them. But that's my filter. Advance the kingdom, be a woman of faith and add value to people. And so I always make sure that I'm checking in with those three things and with the Holy Spirit to make sure that it's not whatever I'm adding into my life is not going to be excess stress because I don't need that. I'm, I have plenty. I'm good. I don't need extra. By something that I chose—that's the worst. <laughs> when you choose it, and then you're like, "Oh no!" <laughs> it just—it just ends up being a mess. That's not what I want to do. So, did you know? I—I think this is fascinating. That the number one reason, or one of the number one reasons that people are turned off by Christians, especially the church, is because. Hypocrisy is exposed. And that's because so many people are not living out in private who they are professing to be in public. And I have to say, I'm guilty of that as well. And that's why I'm so passionate about making sure that I'm doing things the way that God wants me to do and not just how other people are telling me that I should. I'm a strategist. Like that's that's part of my job is I strategize with my clients to help overcome their obstacles, be it in business, be it in life, be it in their, you know, spiritual walk, whatever that's what I do. And so there is practical steps and applications and systems and, and all of that stuff that supports that growth and that change. So I'm not saying, oh, well, don't, don't follow a system. Don't follow a plan. I'm not saying any of that. What I'm saying is make sure that you are aligned with who God is creating you to be, who he, he's continuing to mold you into. Don't get so lost and wrapped up in what everybody else is doing. Oh, well, you know, she's going live on reels. She's on reels every single day and her social media is blowing up. She has over 45,000 followers. I need to do that. Why? Why? You mean to tell me that you don't think if God wanted to promote you, that we, he would have done that. You think only Instagram can do that? Can reach the level of promotion that God intends for your life? You think it's Instagram? No. No. Instagram is a tool. Can it be applied? Sure. But not to the point where it becomes an idol, not to the point where it's going to pull you away from your relationship with the Lord. He comes first. He is looking for obedience. He is looking for those he can trust. They're the ones that get the keys to the kingdom of heaven while they're still here on earth. I learned recently we've moved. Uh, That's part of the reason why I ended up splitting up into seasons. I'll get into that in just a minute. But recently we've moved and I have learned so much about myself in this move. I thought that this house that I've been praying for, for years, it has been years that I've been wanting to move into a bigger home, to have more land. Years fervently praying. And within the first two weeks of being here, God revealed to my heart it's not what you acquire, it's not being led out of Egypt that's going to make you happy. It's not the things that are going to make you happy. It's being in my presence. It's being with me. That's what's going to fulfill you. That's what's going to give you joy. And I realized it so much in that first two weeks because just like the Hebrews that got out of Egypt and after wandering for several days, they are like, okay, um, I d- can I just go back? <laughs> like, this is hard. I mean, I know we were slaves at all, but like, at least we had meat. And they're like, seriously? What? Moses is like, come on. Really, guys? We're going to complain? God, really? Huh? Then God sent the quail and they had meat. that would suffice them for that day. They were not to depend on that and store it up. God wanted to meet their needs daily. And these are stories that I have read several times before. Yet they hit you different at different areas in your life. Have you ever had that happen to you? You read a Bible story and you're like, oh yeah. Or it relates to one part of your life. And then maybe months later, maybe it's years later, you read it again, and it just, it almost knocks you down with how differently it affects you, how much deeper it is, how much richer it is. That's why his word is alive. It is alive and active, and it will meet you where you're at. It's a beautiful thing. That's about getting in his presence. So anyway, that's what the move taught me. (laughs) And I knew it like I factually, intellectually, logically, I knew that to be true. Yet I lived it out the first two weeks of being in this new house. And it was a way that God exposed the hypocrisy that I had been living in internally. I wasn't aware of it. I wasn't aware of it. Here I am with this podcast called Next Level Faith Podcast, and I'm helping women to reach this next level of faith in their life and to dig deeper and be with the Lord and and develop a richer relationship with God. And I'm on stage with hundreds and hundreds of entrepreneurs, and I'm living out that dream, and my business is going really well. Yet I had this little seed of hypocrisy growing in my heart, and I wasn't aware of it. I wasn't aware of it until I was getting everything that I said that I wanted. And I was like, huh. I still am not like happy. <laughs> hmm. I even have a section in my book where I talk about a talk about this. And that was and actually it published yesterday. It's been a whole year since um it reached bestseller a year ago. Yesterday. And I talk about that in the book. I'm talking about a story of a fight between me and my husband that was very intense. And, and that's one of the things he says is, you know, he talks about being happy and I'm like, happy. No, we're not called to be happy. We're called to be joyful. You think I'm happy. And I talked about how hard it is to be the mom. And anyway, I won't get into all that now, but the point is it was something that I thought I knew again, like logically I knew about it, but it was still in my heart. I was still living out that it wasn't healed. I wasn't fully healed of that. And that's why I was living in this state of hypocrisy. And it took getting everything that I wanted for God to really reveal that to me. He's like, okay, cool. Now, now can you be fulfilled in my presence? It's, it's been, it's been a season. It's been a season. That's for sure. You know, I tell my clients all the time, stop comparing yourself, stop comparing yourself to other people's highlight reel. Don't look at Instagram and be like, oh yes, they've got it all together. I've had countless conversations with different clients comparing themselves and, and, and having that imposter syndrome and being afraid to get out there and share their authentic voice because they don't have it all together. And the thing is, it's okay because do you really want to? Do you really want to have it all together? I would ask you to consider no. Because it's through the cracks that allows the light to shine through. If you have it all together, why do you need Jesus? And I need Jesus. I'm a mess without him. And I know, I know all the gurus say, don't claim that over yourself. You can make a mess, but you yourself are not a mess. Nah, sister. I'm a mess. Okay. <laughs> without Jesus, I am a mess and I'm not, I don't need to make that pretty. I don't need to tie it up in a pretty bow. It's okay. Okay. I think we are entering a season of life that should just carry on forevermore of not having to make everything so pretty. We don't have to wrap it all up in a nice package to present to the world. No, I've got cracks. I've got plenty of them. (laughs) I have so many cracks. But that's what allows the light to shine through. Those are the areas where he has pierced me with his light. And that's where I'm able to draw strength from. It's not in me. It's not in anything that I do. It's manifesting that, which is within me, which is the Holy spirit. I lean on that strength to carry on. It's different. It's a different way of living. And I love it. It's a beautiful way of living. But even in that, I still struggle. Just, just like I just said, just recently, I found out I was living as a hypocrite. I don't want to be that way. But God has to kind of dredge that stuff up. And he did. And he worked with me on it. So that my friends is why I decided to do seasons for the next level faith podcast, because I had all of that going on. We were in the end of summer. We were moving. A family member went through an extreme health crisis. The kids were going to start a new school and a new County. And God was calling me to unplug. And I was arguing back with him. I was like, But Lord, don't you see, this is how I reach more people. But Lord, don't you see, I need to be showing up every day because I'm on stage in front of hundreds of entrepreneurs saying consistency is key. And it is consistency is what grows your business, my friend, period, end of story. It just does. I had to release the belief that worldly ways could promote me better than my divine calling, than the ways of God. I talk about that in my book too. But see, again, I know these things, but there's times in your life where it shows up differently because that's how the enemy works. He takes what works for you. He knows what it is. He's known you your whole life. He knows what works for you. And so he just kind of dresses it up a little bit different. He's like, Boop, let's try this again. And he's like, oh, yeah, work. Ching. That's what happens. He's not creative. He's not the creator. He just wraps it up differently. It's the same stuff once you get down to it. And that's what happened. And that's why you continuously learn the lessons over and over and over again until you completely allow God to heal those areas of your life. And it's a process. It's not sanctification is not one and done salvation. Yes. Sanctification. No. And it's, it's painful. (laughs) It is to me, maybe there's some that they just really enjoy it. And I enjoy parts of it. I'm not going to lie, but it can be pretty tender. It leaves you pretty tender, pretty raw, pretty exposed. And most people don't like that. Most people are very uncomfortable with that. So that's why there's two seasons or I broke it up into seasons because I needed to unplug. And when we moved out to the new house, our internet out here is hot garbage. So, I was like, "See? <laughs> okay, really, I'm serious. You need to unplug." <laughs> because trying to upload videos and do all that stuff to social media it just wasn't happening. <laughs> I was getting so angry. I was getting so and I was I was angry that it, I was angry that it wasn't working. I was angry at my husband because our internet was garbage. Even though I 100% knew that the internet was garbage out here, but I wanted the house. I wanted the land. It'd be fine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. See, I'm just like you. (laughs) Again, it was exposing these areas of hypocrisy within myself. And so I needed a timeout. I needed some time to unplug. We moved 12 years worth of our life. And six kids, that was my alarm, and six kids in a two-day weekend. 12 years of living, six kids in a two-day weekend in the heat of the summer. A lot of stuff came up in me that I wasn't aware had been lying dormant in my spirit. But God knew. And so he gifted me this time to unplug and do some serious Julianne renovations, some housekeeping, if you will, I did both literal and metaphorical housekeeping (laughs) because moving is intense. If any of y'all have done that recently, um, but I 100% believe the tagline of this podcast, I believe it to be so true that the best version of you begins on your next level of faith. And God was showing me areas I needed to arise in in order to be living into that best version of me. And sure enough, it required another level of faith. You know, it's so ironic how you have to go deeper in order to rise higher. I hope you are excited for season two, I am so excited to be bringing it to you where we're no longer going to live as a hypocrite. We are going to embrace our cracks together. We will go deeper and we will rise higher. And we will even be bringing in some amazing guests to add value to you as well. Thank you so much, my friends, for being here. Thank you for ignoring my alarm on my phone that just went off as I was just in this podcast. But here's the thing you have to know. This is your first time with me. Here's what you got to know. I keep it real. I don't do a bunch of editing on my podcast. Okay. I want to bring it to you as authentically as possible. Sometimes you'll hear my dogs. Sometimes you'll hear my kids. Hopefully not anytime soon because they're back at school right now. I thank you, Jesus. Um, But there's interruptions. Life has interruptions. And I'm not going to remove those to present to you something that's not real. That's this facade of a perfect podcast. I'm not perfect. This podcast is not perfect. But it is honest. And it is real. And it is 100% led by the Holy Spirit. And it is for you and that's all I have today my friends I hope you stay well and remember the best version of you begins on your next level of faith bye for now